Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track, everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. Does fast and safe sound like an oxymoron? Kind of like jumbo shrimp or <laughs> quantum leap? <laughs> I love that quantum leap one. Hello, this is Ken Decker. And I'm Ryan Decker. And we're from the Decker team. And we're excited to be with you and welcome you to another episode of The Inside Track, where we share tools, techniques, and thoughts that we all need, we all deserve. You and I and everyone to turn our house into a home where our families thrive and live the best life possible. So today we will explore how fast and safe can be done with excellence, causing you to win big. And we'll discover how delaying equals losing your hard-earned money and is actually the unsafe thing to do. Ooh, delaying's the unsafe thing to do. Mm -hmm. Wow, guaranteed to lose money yeah. in this market. In this market. Wow. So delaying can cost you. Let's talk about that since you brought it up. Awesome. What part of delaying do we want to talk well, about? Well, first of all, I think there's two areas. Because sometimes, uh, first of all, people are delaying because they're just unsure if they can get in. They're unsure if you qualify for a mortgage and they haven't gone. Mm-hmm. They're, de- they're just you know, they have the dream of owning a home, mm-hmm. but it really hasn't become passionate enough yeah. that they'll actually go see a mortgage broker. They're actually saving the down payment, mm-hmm. right? And putting everything in place, that's a big delay. Now, we have little delays where you, you aren't connecting with a real estate agent. You haven't, you know, maybe you've connected with the mortgage broker. You got everything in place. You've got the job, you've got the finances, you've got the down payment, but you're just not ready to focus on finding a property. Mm-hmm. And maybe you think it's because, oh, the market's too hot, everyone's competing for the best properties. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and sometimes, like I just had a client the other day that um, naturally he's a bit slower to make decisions and he likes to process things and stay safe through the delay process. Because a lot of, like, Ottawa is a very, um, in my opinion, full of very intellectual people. And often intellectual people like to take things a bit slower. Mm-hmm. Not always, but often. Um, and yet our market is not a slow market. And so within, you know, uh, working with us within, I think it was a month and a half, he had bought his home. And every time we talked, he's like, I don't understand. I thought I was a slow person. And now I'm making decisions really quick. And I'm able to get this house. And so he was kind of figuring a new side of himself, even though he thought delaying was always going to be the best way. Right. And, and as a matter of fact, right now, in the last year, we've averaged about 8% increase in price. So if you're buying an average price home of 400000 which is on the low end right mm. now, a $400,000 home, 8% would be... Um, what would that be? $32,000 in a year. But if you delayed just six months dragging your feet, maybe not not willing mm-hmm. to be flexible, not willing to look at a property that maybe doesn't meet all your criteria or maybe 
needs a little more work than what you had wanted, right? That can cost you $16,000 just waiting six months. Mm-hmm. And that's just the property increase. Right. We haven't even talked about the mortgage paydown of that time. Right. So now what would happen if you, if you took and you bought that property early and spent that $16,000 upgrading it? Mm-hmm. Ooh, just thought of that. That would be cool. Because not only would your property have gone up 16000 it probably would have gone up more than that because now you've improved it significantly. Yeah, at least another 16000 yeah. maybe more, depending on where you put the improvements. Yeah, no, some people say that you can't find those great deals. Hmm. A deal. A deal is in the eye of the beholder, really, right? They can't find those deals. And that recently you bought a home that mm. you've been renovating. Mm-hmm. You bought the... Ugly duckling, yep. so to speak, right? It had some significant things that you wanted to yep. clean up and fix and change flooring and, and kitchens and stuff like that. Yeah, and some other things as well, yep. yeah. And by making those changes, you're significantly increasing the value of the property, but you were also to be able to buy a property that some other people maybe walked away from, didn't want to mm-hmm. take on. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and another thing about delaying, which is interesting, is we're talking more to the buyer who doesn't have a house right? or to the seller slash buyer, they're doing both, mm-hmm. that has a smaller, less expensive house than what they're buying. Yes. Because if you're actually downsizing to wait, the house that you're in is probably going to go up the similar percentage, which will be a higher do- dollar value. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to delay if you're downsizing financially. Yes and no. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's hear why. Typically, yes. Because what happens is typically the lower price properties, if everything goes up 4%, for instance, mm-hmm. a $400,000 house goes up $16,000, an $800,000 house goes up 32000 because the average is 4.5% sort of mm-hmm. over the last 30 years. So if that house is going up, and it's a bigger house that you're moving to and it's all going up at the same rate, then yes, moving up, you don't want to delay because you're going to lose a lot of money. And moving down is okay to delay. But they don't always increase at the same rates. Mm -hmm. And right now, there's a significant pressure on the under 400, under 500 range. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually finding if you can spend six or seven or 800,000, there's selection and they're, they're yeah. better value than what you're buying in the lower price point. In the lower price point because it's super overheated in the lower price point. Thank you to some of the governmental regulations they did, which was um, add the, the stress test, mm-hmm. which dropped people into the starter market who maybe would have been in a move-up market mm-hmm. before. And... Now, recently, they added some more budget changes. I don't know if you're aware of some of the budget changes. Uh, they made it, you can take out 35,000 of RSPs in uh, September as opposed to 25,000. Uh, they've made it that there's uh, an ability for them to add to your down payment. So if you put in five mm-hmm. on a resale, they'll put in five. And it's an interest-free loan. Um, but all the things they're doing are trying to help 
the first-time buyers. Mm -hmm. Now, do you have to be a first-time home buyer to get that five? Yes. That's doubled. Yes. Yeah, okay. Just want to specify that. Yeah, <laughs> so they're trying to uh, increase the ability of first-time home buyers to buy, but the government's missed it on this one because they're overcrowding an already crowded mm -hmm. market. What would have been better was they put incentives on builders to build affordable housing yeah. or made some kind of incentive that way so that the supply would come up. Now, the problem we're having in Ottawa, or problem, whatever, whichever way you want to look at it, whether it's a problem or an advantage if you're a seller, is a shortage of supply. Now, the, we're kind of an anomaly in the Canadian real estate market. We're one of the few that has this issue of lack of supply, increase in number of jobs, and, and uh, mm -hmm. it's just we're in like a little perfect storm right now in Ottawa that's causing this, and the rest of Canada isn't. So maybe some of these budget changes are helping other areas, but in Ottawa, it's, it's making an already tight market tighter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So waiting for that budget to change, like for that budget to come into effect in September, not a good idea. It might make the market even tighter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and we talked about, you know, waiting those couple of months can cost you a lot. Mm -hmm. And we don't want people to rush in either. We don't, we, don't mm. want the, we don't want them to make uneducated decisions. No. And that's why we want them to be fast and safe. Right. Yeah, I think of an airplane. Okay. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh, you heard the. Yeah, I had a bad example when we were when we were practicing the, practicing the pre-show, <laughs> and Ryan said, "Don't use that example." But this is a good example. Okay, okay, okay. A plane flies probably the fastest anybody goes, mm -hmm. right? It's up there, and you feel safe. And why do you feel safe driving or flying fast? Well, a few things. Uh, there's inspections. Mm -hmm. on the airplane regularly. Uh, the pilot is highly trained and skilled. Mm -hmm. And even if there's a turbulence or a hiccup in the, in the things or, you know, a geese runs into the airplane, mm -hmm. <laughs> takes out the engine, they're trained on what to do with that issue. And it's kind of like a real estate agent. Okay, we're your pilot. Mm -hmm. And we can help you go fast because we're experienced we're trained, we know what to look for, and we know what inspectors to bring along in the journey to make mm -hmm. sure we inspect the house. Yeah. So that's what, how's my analogy now? It's good airplane? now, I like it, I like okay. it a lot. No, that's way better, <laughs> way better. Um, yeah, and I mean, just a few days ago, you had a client that you were helping sell their home, mm -hmm. and they had, how many offers again? Ten. 10 offers, and how many were um, unconditional, no inspection, no financing, no nothing? A five. Five. So over half of the offers that came in were knew that this is a fast market and knew that if they wanted a chance at this house, they had to have these things done in advance. Yep, there were of the five pre-inspections mm -hmm. before the offers were presented. So people brought their inspector in 
spent their five hundred dollars or six hundred dollars well, or whatever. Maybe they got a deal because they've done a few of them with the same inspector. <laughs> they might have to. <laughs> you know, so there there are ways to work around that so you're not mm-hmm. paying five or six hundred every time. Right. When you're doing it on mass. But yeah. Yeah. Now you know, people like you and I mm-hmm. um, being experienced at buying multiple homes mm-hmm. and being willing to take on if we miss something. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've We've done lots of purchases without home inspections. I used to, so I've moved away from that. Oh, have you? I made too many mistakes. Okay, good. So now I get the inspector, but I don't pay for the report because it takes them half the time. I know the things that are going to be in the report. All I want them to do is give me. I don't know if your inspector wants you to tell people that. Well, (laughs) we'll see. My one inspector would. The other one, maybe not. But anyway, so there are ways that you can cut the cost a little bit. Um, as long as, like, if you're a first-time home buyer, just yeah. pay the money you need it to be I, able to I read guess it later. If you don't get the house, you don't really want the report. You really don't. <laughs> What's the true. point? That's true. That's yeah. good thinking. So there I like are your ways, thinking. Maybe yeah. there's some inspectors that will. Uh, there are. Look at there that. are. Um, and they'll still give you the Coles notes of like these are the ten things or five things that are mm-hmm. issues, big issues. But they're not going to give you the little issues like this plug and that plug. And um, so you bring yeah. them in looking for major structural. Yeah, problems. I need structural. I need you know vermiculite insulation and uh, mold asbestos and, and mold asbestos. And so like things that. that I miss or could miss because right. I'm not trained on that. Okay. Whereas if it's a plug, like if it's broken, I'll change it or I'll have a, you know. <laughs> yeah, like the GFI doesn't work. You can yeah, change just the GFI. Whatever. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah. So I'm looking for big stuff when I do it. Mm-hmm. However, um, if you're not handy, then having, you know, a full inspection is a great idea. Yeah. And we never, ever recommend people don't do an inspection. Yeah. People sometimes choose not to. That's yeah. fine. And in this market, it kind of pressures people to do that. So that's why we like the the pre-inspection mm-hmm. is a good idea. And sometimes sellers now are doing a pre-inspection on behalf of the buyers, and mm-hmm. they have it available yeah. for buyers to look at, which can a lot of times really um, make make the make, decision easier. Well, make them comfortable. Right? So, but we said firm, which doesn't just mean inspection; it also means financing. Yeah, that's scary. So that sounds dangerous, <laughs> but it's fast. So how uh-huh. do we make something like that? Can I? I know I'm going off script a little bit. No, it's fine. Sweet. So how do we make something that that looks dangerous? How do we mm-hmm. make that safe? How do we make getting your financing before? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, how does that even work? How does it make it safe? Well, f- um, there's a couple things. Yeah. One is make sure you have margin in your down payment mm. because. If you're, let's say you're giving 5% down and when they, they maybe do an appraisal mm-hmm. and the appraisal comes in short of the value you paid for the house, you got to come up with the difference. So if it's 10,000 less than what you paid for it, you got to come up with the 10,000. Now, mm-hmm. that being said, appraisers are attempting to, to uh, justify the price you paid because a true appraisal is what value will a house sell for in the market, in the current market, with neither the seller absolutely having to sell and the buyer absolutely not having to buy. So what is the true market value? And typically, when you put it on the MLS, when we put it out there for sale, and there's a few days or weeks or months go by, and a buyer buys it, 
even if they're competing with another buyer, especially if they're competing with another buyer, it says the value of the house is there. Mm -hmm. So the appraiser is doing everything in their power to justify the price you paid. And sometimes they can't. Mm -hmm. And that's when that margin is important. So, so having access to money. Uh, the second way to make that safe is get your pre-approval. Not pre-qualify, but pre-approval. And pre-approval means you've got your letter of your employer in. They've done the credit check. You've got all your ducks in a row that they asked you to do. Proof mm -hmm. of uh, T4s or or notices of yeah. assessments. They've ran taxes your credit. Paid. They've done all of that. You've got it all in. Yeah. You don't want them to say, oh, based on your income, you can afford a million dollars, which is great. But until they see everything, they can't really tell you. So yeah, you'll lock in the rate and you'll do those great things. Yeah, we call that pre-qual. Yeah. But pre-approval, it's done. Right. Now this house still has to approve out and that's where the appraisal may come in. Sometimes they don't do an appraisal. Mm -hmm. Depends on the lender, depends and on the market. if you've done your inspection and mm -hmm. you, like, you, know, you can be fairly sure that they're not going to call back on it. As long as your realtor believe, like, and that's again why you have us as your realtors. Mm -hmm. We can tell you, based on our experience, this is the right yeah. realm. And what I did a study. Uh, mm. This is, I think, I talked about it on a show a long, long time ago. It was uh, based out of the U.S. National Association of Realtors did a study in when there's multiple offers on a property. What percentage wins if it doesn't have a finance clause or it doesn't have a home inspection? And if it doesn't have both, it was 400% more likely to win in a multiple bid. And I know I've had clients that you know, bid $12,000 more on a $400,000 house than the one that won. Mm -hmm. And the one that won because it didn't have conditions. Yeah, because that's a lot of security to a seller. Yes. If they don't have to worry about an inspection and things going wrong or mm -hmm. maybe you're not getting your financing and then trying to market again and be well, out of the house for more showings. That's the big key right there, Ryan. You hit it. For a seller, you can only create a first impression once. Mm -hmm. And you go to market and a lot of times they're delaying offers for, for mm -hmm. five days or ten days or whatever. And they're building up, building up excitement. And you get five, six, ten offers. If you take one that's conditional on finance or home inspection, even if it's a day, and mm -hmm. then it falls through, very difficult to recreate yeah. that excitement. And someone's going to come back probably if you had that many offers. But someone's going to come get back, the same price. but you may not get the same price. Even that that other person offered later, and that's mm -hmm. why a lot of people are going, "No, I want the one that's unconditional," mm -hmm. and. I also want the one that's got the large deposit mm -hmm. because that's safety for the yeah. seller. It's saying, ooh, this person's able to come up with a fair bit of cash. I'm confident that they're going to be able to get their financing. Even though they haven't put a finance clause in, mm -hmm. I'm comfortable because they've come to the table with a lot of money. And if something horrible went wrong, at least we've got a lot of money in a, in a trust account that people are going to go out of their way not to make things go wrong. Mm -hmm. right? Well, and if things just haven't read do go wrong, they have that money that they can use against their potential loss. Like if they had to sell it to someone else. Provided a, you go get a yeah, court order to yeah. get yeah, yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or the buyer agrees to give it up. 
because they don't want to go to court over it because they know that they've had a problem. We're getting into the weeds here and the I know, nasty stuff. No, no, it's okay. But that's that's one of the ways to stay safe as a seller is make yeah. sure you've got a very good deposit. And I would highly recommend that that deposit be held by a real estate company mm-hmm. because our trust account is is um, got three requirements on it to, to release money. Uh, we can release money out of our trust account if the property has closed. So we get a notification from the lawyer, the property's closed, then the money can come out of the trust account. Second way is by mutual release. In other words, the buyer and the seller agree that it can come out. How much, Who goes? what goes to who gets all in that mutual release. And then the third way is by court order. Otherwise, it can't come out. Mm-hmm. Now, if you give it to the seller or even the seller's lawyer, they have access to that money. It's not like it's in a real estate trust account. They're not governed by RICO the same way, as my understanding. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe they are, and a lawyer can clarify that for me. But in the past, I've, I've been told that he works for the seller, mm-hmm. and so he can release the money to the seller if the seller requests it. And we don't want that to happen. No. So a little little caveat to keep you safe. Yeah. And it, I know we were more talking about buyers in this market. Mm-hmm. But for sellers as well, there's so many cool techniques that can be used in a fast market to keep you safe. Even if, let's say, you had the three offers. And you mm-hmm. took the one that was conditional mm-hmm. because it was 12000 higher. But you have... Um, oh, you're giving away the trade oh, secrets? Should I stop? No, it's okay. Do you guys want to hear some trade secrets? <laughs> I can't hear are you, you. Are you talking um, a backup offer? A backup offer. Ooh, so now, yes, even if it falls offers. apart, it's still sold But firm. don't try this at home without a no, please, professional. No, yeah, please. really don't. You could sell your house twice. <laughs> and then you're getting sued twice. It's not fun. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is something that we can do for people and have done mm-hmm. for people. Yep, and, and it works well. And it works and it, well. It's worked for our buyers too, mm-hmm. where a buyer missed out on a purchase, mm-hmm. uh, but the other offer was conditional, and we put in a, a backup offer, mm-hmm. and the first offer fell apart on financing. Mm-hmm. And boom, our people got it. Didn't have to go back to market. Mm-hmm. They weren't in competition again. We already preset the price. Sellers they are were happy. Buyers are happy. Pink. Everyone wins. Everybody tickled pink. Yeah. Nice. So. I want to put an example up here because someone has said to me, well, I absolutely hate paying the CMHC Ah, insurance fee because if I buy a house with 5% down, it's almost like 4% that CMHC charges. So on a $400,000 house, we're going to do this example. I'm going to run the math. So if you're sitting at a table and you've got a pen and paper, Write these numbers down so you can follow along. If you're driving, don't do it. <laughs> Just watch the show later on or YouTube. Pull, or pull over if you can. <laughs> so $400,000 house, 5% down. It's a $20,000 deposit, right? What's the mortgage? $380,000. $380. But we have to pay the CMHC fee. And the CMHC fee is $15,200. Which is almost as much as your down payment. It is. That sounds crazy. Doesn't it? Yeah, crazy. But I'm going to show you how that $15,200 will actually make you over $100,000. In how long? Five years. Okay. Are you willing to... And 
that's with it being paid back. back. Paid back. Like you don't have to pay that cash. It goes into the mortgage. Yeah. And you're still going to make over $100,000 rather than wait five years to gain the down payment hmm. of 20%. So here we go. 395200 is now your mortgage because you add the CMHC fee in. Mm -hmm. You will have to pay the PST on the insurance fee cash on closing. Okay. So on 15,000, 8%, that's about 1200 bucks. Okay. So at 3.75% interest in five years, the mortgage goes from 395, 200 to 330,972. So it's just about, well, how much is that? 60, Almost 65,000 has gone down, right? That's pretty okay. cool. The house, on the other hand, has gone up. And right if now- we're going at standard rates. Yeah. Well, we're saying standard rates for Ottawa or average rates in the past. We can't guarantee that in the future. Mm -hmm. You never know what's going to happen with our market or the total market. Mm -hmm. But in the past, it's run about 4.5%. So I did a calculation of 4% increase per year for five years. It would be worth 487741 mm -hmm. So that means if you take 487741 minus the mortgage amount that's left to pay of 330972 you got your pencils going, people, equity will be 156769 So basically $156,000. If you minus the 20000 you put in, Mm -hmm. You've made $136,000. Now, let's say you waited to, mm -hmm. because you didn't want to pay that 15000 in CMHC, and you waited, so you're going to save the 15000 But we also have to save... And you waited because you're saving the money all the time. For the 20%. Yeah. Okay. You're putting a lot of money away every month, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. trying to make up the money. And you're going to have to probably put in over $1,000 a month. Because in five years, you're... 487,741, 20% on that is $97,000, 97,548. Mm -hmm. So I've got to come up with almost $100,000 in down payment now mm -hmm. instead of the 20 I did five years ago, right? When I put it down, 97,548, off of the price, the value of the house, my mortgage now is 390,192. So instead of putting 20,000 and having a mortgage of 395 5 years earlier, I've got put 97,000 in and I still have a mortgage of 390. Mm -hmm. So the difference is $136,000. Yeah, for not waiting, for acting fast, being willing to pay the CMHC insurance even though the insurance protects the bank, the lender, it doesn't protect you the lender for yeah. default it doesn't matter get into this market whatever mm -hmm. way you can yeah and I do want to make a couple caveats the first one is if you're not in a position where this is wise for you because your life is unstable then don't do it <laughs> or your job's unstable. or your job's unstable like yeah. buying isn't for everyone and that's okay yeah. or if you're leaving in a year from now it's okay not to buy mm -hmm. but if you know you're gonna be here and you know you have a fairly stable lifestyle and you you know you want to get into home ownership there's no better time than right now exactly so we're excited to be your partners as we're moving forward together we got this Coming through.
and you've got a quote for us. I do. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence is not a once in a while thing. To be excellent, excellence must be a habit.